بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعد ما brothers and sisters to continue with our topic from yesterday without a goal without a purpose you cannot measure an outcome because if you had no purpose you don't expect an outcome you don't expect an outcome even the thought of measuring the outcome doesn't arise and if we if we have no way of measuring the outcome if there are no metrics nothing uh, then the question of improvement does not arise because how will you improve something when you do not even know its current condition and state so all of these are linked all improvement is linked to metrics which is measurement and all metrics is based on the purpose why was this thing being done in the first place based on that then we look at the metrics of it for example as i said yesterday i am sitting in uh, and looking at a golf course and this is a very nice uh, very nice uh, you know uh, simile metaphor to understand the whole issue of metrics because if you look at it what's so difficult about hitting a stationary ball on a stationary ball you know um technically the earth of course is not a stationary ball the earth is revolving but from our perspective it is stationary and you have a little golf ball which is uh, on that earth and we have all kinds of difficulties uh, hitting it but when you think about golf leave that aside but if you think about golf any game but take golf for example <clears throat> when the person is coming to and and getting ready to take his shot he has a goal he's got to reach the the next green and uh, so therefore his his shot he may he may even know how many yards or how many meters that ball needs to travel uh, and how close can he get to the hole on the next green that's his that's his goal so now when he is taking his shot um he has a goal and therefore there are metrics to see what he did right what he did wrong and if he focuses on that and he works on it then he will succeed but if we have no focus on the if you have no idea about the goal if you have no purpose to begin with there can be no metrics and there can be no uh, improvement of that now as i mentioned there are two aspects to to the ibadat uh, to to all worship there is an external aspect and there is an internal aspect and the purpose of the ibadat is connected to the to the internal aspect the external aspect are the tools of that how do you get to that by certain external things and also by certain internal things take salah for example even when we focus we focus or seem to focus exclusively on the external on the clothing on the topi use the head covered or not covered where we fold our hands whether we raise our hands once or more uh, what we do with our finger in tashahud we focus on the tajweed of recitation which is the pronunciation of it and maybe even on the style of it you know is it uh, which which uh, style of recitation is it is it uh, uh, is it, it worship is it uh, hafs uh, or any of the others uh, which surah or ayah should be recited in the first rakat and which is in the second Now, let me leave you to add to this list of course all of these are important i mean i am not for a minute suggesting that tajweed is not important and so on or that clothing is not important it is important people wear clothing to the masjid which is literally i mean utterly ridiculous but these are all important but 
do we focus on the khushu do we focus on what we are in what is the internal part of it right are we concerned that our forgetfulness in salah is a sign that we had no khushu we 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 forget which rakat we are in we forget uh, you know what quran we are reciting uh, it unless there is a mental problem otherwise it is a sign that we do not have khushu are we concerned that our forget that about, about this forgetfulness we are concerned about whether we need to make sajda sahu or not but are we concerned about why we got into this dilemma in the first place right the masala of the sajda sahu we should know all, all these masail but the point is that if you had not made a mistake you would not need to do the sahu so why did we make the why did we make the mistake when we finish the sala do we ask what is the result did i get what i wanted for a lot of people you will see as soon as they finish the sala they pull the phone out of the, out of their pocket so sometimes i i ask them you know in a partly uh, humorous way uh, i said did you get a text to say that your sala is accepted huh? oh, what is this thing of as soon as you finish sala assalam alaikum sala alaikum pull the phone out of out of the pocket i mean it really i we have we have made ourselves devoid of peace of mind in the lillahi wa inna ilaihi this is our fault nobody did, no one did it did it to us we have done it to ourselves <clears throat> so that is the, the the question is this so did i get what i wanted and the reality is that i wanted nothing i got nothing and so that is as it should be one job done one box ticked now get on with life think about this this is so uh, and and the reason i'm saying and i i keep saying this is tragic is because who is this happening to this is happening to people who are obedient to allah subhanahu wa taala right we're not talking about people who are disobedient who not who don't pray at all uh, if you don't pray deliberately if you leave salah this is uh, kufr so we are not talking about that we are talking about people who are praying but may allah protect us from ourselves the way we pray is such that I won't say it, I won't say it is as good as not praying because even if you have a if your salah is weak in all these aspects still as long as you prayed inshallah we hope for Allah's mercy but definitely is this something that we want to think about and do just ask yourself this question how much time do we spend spend in salah on a daily basis even if i say 10 minutes per day that is 50 minutes 50 minutes per um, 10 minutes per salah that is 50 minutes per day for the sake of uh, calculation and so on let us take 60 minutes which is 1 hour a day you are spending in sala that is 365 hours right just ask yourself this question 365 hours a year and if you have been praying for the last 50 uh, 50 years do the multiplication that is the number of hours several thousand hours we spent in sala and we can't even get it right and our we still don't have khushu and if if i say i spent so many thousand hours doing this thing how good is it now in terms of quality really my brothers and sisters we have to uh, you know get our get ourselves get our act together um, it is very very important for us to get our act together because uh, if we continue like this i don't know you know where, where does it uh, where does it leave us so <clears throat> take contrast this <clears throat> like the i said the other day contrast this with everything else that we do take employment business sports gym diets education everything has a goal for everything we have metrics we measure achievement we course correct if we don't get the results we expect to get we seek mentors and coaches if we find that we are unable to get results on our own 
we have role models we look up to and we try to emulate ask if we do any of this with our ibadat even though as muslims we know that what we that that we were not created for the gym or the or the basketball court but we were created to worship allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we don't look for results because we have no goal we don't seek to improve because we have no metrics we are satisfied with simply carrying out the physical actions because we don't have any expectations from salah when we work out regularly we expect to look different after some time likewise for diets when we practice basketball regularly or golf regularly we expect to shoot hoops or uh, or, or uh, do holes in one uh, in our sleep when we pray regularly what result do we expect when we fast in ramadan what result do we expect when we pay zakat what result do we expect when we make umrah or hajj what do we expect again i'm not talking about the reward in the akhirah that inshallah we will get i'm talking about the results that we can see and measure right here i ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalaluhu to help us to uh, to enable us to and help us to understand the maqsad the purpose of our ibadat and to do them in a way where this purpose is fulfilled wa sallallahu ala nabiyil karim wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in bi rahmatika arhamar rahimin